Hello everybody, welcome back to Shooting the Foam with Sophie Lightning. I'm your host, Sophie Lightning, and today is a super special episode because instead of talking about Nerf primarily, I'm going to talk about growing a social media channel that is successful. Just a reminder, this is a BPN podcast. For more content like this, head to bpntoday.com. So, just a brief intro for those of you that don't know. My name is Sophie Lightning, and I am sponsored by Nerf, G Fuel, as well as multiple other brands. And I have over 1.3 million followers on TikTok. I started my TikTok account less than six months ago. And I'm telling you this in no way to brag, but rather to show you that I do have some of the credentials to back up what I'm saying. And if I can do it, then literally anybody can. I'm pretty much no one from nowhere important, and yet I still managed to get uh, essentially TikTok famous and sponsored by multiple massive companies, as well as start my own podcast. So if you guys have been looking for some easy ways to grow your social media channels, you are at the right podcast. Just a couple important things I want to know is I wish I had two secret tricks that if you did it, you were guaranteed a million followers. Unfortunately, that's just not the way social media works. And you could do literally everything on this list for the next five years and still might not see success. That's the biggest thing with social media that I'm going to tell you right off the bat is perseverance. I worked on my Instagram for about four years before I even got found by Nerf. And I had around 10,000 followers at the time. So 10,000 followers over four years on my Instagram. I did essentially the same content on TikTok, just in video format, and got 1.3 in four months. So as much as all of these tips are super important, the most important thing is just to keep trying. If you feel like you're really failing on one platform, try another platform. Just keep working hard at it. Don't give up. That's literally the most important thing. You're going to face adversity, but... Only the strongest willed people are the ones that are going to be successful. So if you're not in this to win it right from the start, then it's just not going to work out. All right. So let's say you're listening to this. You're like, yep, I'm ready. I'm in this for the long haul. I'm dedicated and I am not prepared to give up at any moment. Perfect. Now what? So right now you got to look at some social media trends. The most popular social media apps currently are Instagram, YouTube, and most prominently TikTok. Although the future of TikTok still hangs in the balance, I can almost assure you it's not going to be deleted. And if you're aiming for a younger group, uh, specifically teenagers, TikTok is going to be the best platform for you. That being said, if you're trying to sell, I don't know, hand-knitted blankets to older people, you could still use tips from this podcast, but something like Facebook or Instagram is going to be a much better platform for you. So once you pick your prominent social media platform, and I'm not saying you should constrain yourself to one, in fact, the more the merrier, but you do want one that you know you're gonna focus on, spend the most time on, that's very important. For example, I spend about two hours on my TikTok a day, whereas I spend about five minutes on my Instagram if I do post. So you do have one app that you definitely give the most attention to. So that's all I mean when I mean pick an app. The next thing you wanna do is pick your content. Now, you really have to look at this from a business perspective, unfortunately. Um, If you're just someone who's like, this is my personal Instagram and I'm just posting selfies, this is not really what I mean. I mean, if you're somebody who wants to kind of capitalize on a passion of yours, on a hobby of yours, on an interest of yours, it could be anything from music to makeup to nerf 
to video games to Minecraft to literally anything. All you need is something that you're passionate about and something that you feel like you can create a lot of content about. Of course, my strategies also work really well if you are a small business, you're trying to get started up, these same tips will work well for you. And your job's super easy because you have a guaranteed theme, which is just the product that you're selling. Even if you're not selling something, you're selling yourself in a way, your personality, the content that you create, you want people to engage with it. And in a way, it is almost like a product and a customer. So always have that mindset of, you know, a target audience. Who is your product for? Your product is your content. So for example, I know that my Nerf content is for a younger audience, ranging from ages 10 to 20, right around there, teenage years. I try to keep all my content super child-friendly, family-friendly, and just something that's entertaining for someone between those two age categories. That being said, people of other ages definitely watch my content, but they're just not my primary target audience. All right, perfect. You have a platform, you have a theme. Now what? Most important thing for the next few steps is going to be originality. I cannot stress this enough. The amount of nerf pages that I see pop up on TikTok that are literally doing what someone else is doing is insane. Doing exactly what someone else does is not going to get you success. It's not going to help your social media. Why would someone who already follows someone doing that follow you? Chances are you're not as good at it as them anyway because they've had more practice, more experience, and it's just boring, lazy, and as a content creator, it's really obnoxious to see people rip off your content or just to see people not be creative because the best part about being a social media influencer is being creative. So if you're constantly taking ideas from other people, you've already failed. So how do you be original? That's uh, really up to you, your imagination, your creativity. The thing that I do when I've run out of ideas for a TikTok is I literally just go in my Nerf studio. Obviously, you might not have a whole studio based on your passion, but you can just surround yourself with that interest, whatever it may be, listen to music, and literally just think about what you would want to watch if you were scrolling through TikTok right now. Also, if you're really tech-savvy and you're looking for more content, something that I do sometimes is look at current social media trends, go to the popular hashtags, what's trending. For example, there was one where you tag your third at, and it was this whole type of post, so I used that idea and incorporated Nerf Blasters, and it did really well. That's totally okay. That's not ripping off someone else's content per se. That's just following a trend that a lot of creators are doing. And when you participate in a popular trend at the time that it's popular, you're automatically going to get more views just because people are searching that trend exclusively. Honestly, though, the one of the best pieces of advice I can give is don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to try something new. Uh, you could post a video and it gets five views. But if it's something that you worked really hard on, you learned some new editing techniques, a new transition, let's say, it's worth it completely. If you get caught in the same routine of doing the same exact type of video every day, not only are you going to start to hate it, but your viewers are going to start to see that you hate it and also start to hate it. That's just not the way to go. That being said, it is very possible to have, let's say, four to six video formats that you really like, or picture formats, post formats, I should say, that you really like, that you just kind of continue to mix up every week. For example, I have this series called Types of Nerfers. It's almost a guaranteed million views for me, so I make one of those a week. I have magic videos, which are transitional videos. I do usually one of those a week. I have unboxing videos that I do roughly once a week. So once you have, you know, like, let's say eight 
really solid video ideas, you can then continue to just use those weekly and just mix it up ever so slightly per each post. That's totally acceptable. I just, if I posted one types of nerfers video every single day, that would get old ridiculously fast. It also would be really mean to myself because you run out of ideas. I can guarantee you that. So if I had to make literally five types of nerfers videos a week, I'd be out of types of nerfers by now. All right, let's look at some more um, formal things. First of all, hashtags. No matter what platform you're on, hashtags matter, whether or not you think they do. For example, I exclusively use hashtag nerf on every single post I've ever posted. Um, the hashtags really, the hashtags really do matter, especially on TikTok, which actually bases the content that they recommend to you based on other videos that you've liked. So those hashtags can make the difference between a viral video and a not viral video. If you're ever wondering what hashtags to use, just take things from the video. So for example, nerf is the overall theme. So take your theme, use that hashtag. Some other really good ones are hashtag FYP if you're doing TikTok, because that means for you page, hashtag viral, and then any other hashtags. Um, for example, if I have a G Fuel video, hashtag G Fuel, whatever the case may be. Hashtags are super important. But they're also, do not be a boomer with them either, please. It's super obnoxious and it's actually going to hurt your post if you put 50 hashtags or if you put hashtags within your caption. So let's say I say the hashtag nerf tarot scout is a hashtag great nerf a blaster hashtag like please. Something like that is awful. People are going to hate that. Just don't do it. And if I put 500 hashtags at the bottom of my caption, that would also be super annoying. So really quality over quantity here when it comes to the hashtags. You really only need three to five really solid, relatable hashtags. Otherwise, you're shooting yourself in your own foot. All right. Uh, throughout my entire experience, there's another thing that I think is super important. So my top three important things are to be unique, persevere, and most importantly, post consistently. You are not going to grow a following if you post once a week. You're not going to grow a following if you post once every three weeks. You're not going to grow a following if you post 10 posts in one day and then don't post for a month. That's just not the way that social media works. And this is just another part of perseverance is you really got to stick through it and you got to post every single day at least if you can. I personally take off Saturday, so I post six days a week um, because you also need a day off. Um, but really, it is super important to post as much as possible. Obviously, don't spam it. But when I was first growing my TikTok, I posted twice a day, and that actually worked really well. I got really great results. So even posting two videos a day, although that might seem like a lot, sometimes that actually works really well. At the bare minimum, please try to post once a day if you really want to grow your following. Uh, try to post at the same time every day if you can too. Uh, that helps people because they'll, you know, be like, oh, if I log into TikTok at 5 p.m., there'll be a new Nerfers 101 video waiting for me. If you kind of keep them on their tippy toes, they don't know when you're posting, then they're not going to be as engaged. Speaking of engagement, that's another super important thing is reply to your comments when you can, like other people's videos, just be an active social media presence. 
even when you're trying to grow your own page. Um, so for example, I sometimes comment things on other people's pages. If it's funny or if it's relatable, other people will then click on it and come to my page. That's super helpful. And replying to your fans in the comments is always awesome. Um, that's not really trying to help you grow statistically. That's just, it makes your page a lot more authentic and it makes people more likely to comment. When people comment, you're post gets boosted. So all of these things really, really do play a part. Don't be obnoxious. You don't have to answer every comment. But if someone says, hey, this is a great TikTok. You're my favorite TikToker. I'm going to say thank you for the support. You know, that's just the nice thing to do. And uh, it's the really the least you can do once you start growing on social media. I think just another really important thing to note here is that I was by no means a videographer or photographer when I first started. In fact, my pictures look like they were taken on a potato and my videos look like they were edited on an iPad by a three-year-old. Nowadays, I actually professionally edit social media posts as my other job. So it really is just a matter of practice and self-teaching. Um, YouTube is a great platform for teaching yourself how to edit, how to use Photoshop, how to uh, create a post on TikTok. So if you have any questions, typically I do recommend just searching it up on YouTube. It sounds silly, but that's actually how I've taught myself how to code, how to Photoshop how to video edit a bunch amongst a bunch of other things. So that is your most helpful tool. But most importantly, it's just practice makes perfect. Um, you can't hate on it too much. I'm a perfectionist, but you still got to post a post even if it's not perfect because next time it will be that much better until it is by your standards, almost perfect. So it, it is just another one of those practice makes perfect. And it's another do your research. Literally, I call research sometimes scrolling through TikTok for 30 minutes because I get ideas, I see what works, I see what doesn't work. You have to be comfortable and really knowledgeable about the platform you're really trying to grow on. If you know nothing about it and you're just posting, you're just not going to do well. For example, on TikTok, like I said earlier, knowing those trends has been tremendously helpful. Also, turning off duets because I was getting a lot of hate through that has been helpful. Just some small trips and like tips and tricks like that that you would only know if you're using the app are super helpful. But social media fame is a double-edged sword. And there's one thing that most people don't warn you about, they don't talk to you about, and I think it's important to talk about. And I think it's just as important to be able to face and have skills ready, prepared to face it, than it is to post consistently. That is hate. Uh, it breaks my heart that people are so hateful nowadays but they are tremendously more hateful online, specifically my target audience, which is teenagers, um, keyboard warriors, trolls, all of those are totally real things. And let's say your theme is Nerf, your theme is music, your theme is something where you're kind of putting yourself out there a little bit, you're going to get hated on. Even if you're literally like solving cancer and doing the most incredible thing in the world, people are going to hate on you. So you have to be prepared to face that hate. A couple mistakes that I see some influencers make that's actually contributed to their overall demise on platforms, like literally they lose a million followers overnight, um, is responding to the hate with hate. That's just never the way to go. Uh, that's not fundamentally who I am as a person, so I've never personally done that, but I have seen other people do it where someone will leave a mean comment on their video and then they'll make a video about it that's mean or they'll call them out. 
Uh, although that's super tempting and you really want to get into these arguments and defend yourself, all it does is make you look really weak and also just like you have a very fragile self-esteem. So the best advice single-handedly I can give you for cyberbullying on your channel is, first of all, just delete and block. Uh, if somebody comments something awful, report it. If they comment something not great, but it's still really rude, just delete it. If they continue to comment mean things, just block them. That's literally the best way you can go about it. Um, and uh, when I first started my TikTok, I'm not going to lie to you all, I was really perseverating on mean comments. I actually considered deleting TikTok for a while because the bullying and the hate got incredibly insane. Like it was getting very difficult to deal with. And that was when I just, I, ha I made this decision that these people literally, I don't care right? Never take flack from somebody or hate from somebody that you wouldn't ask for their opinion because you just don't care. So I really, I just had to kind of disassociate from the TikTok in a way and say, these people are going to hate on whatever. Like their next video on their For You page might be like an adorable baby. Literally, there's a baby on TikTok that gets hated on. There's multiple babies on TikTok that get hated on. It's so ridiculous. So you really can't take that personal. You have to realize that some people, that's literally their form of entertainment. It's just starting fights and being mean online. It's sad. It's ridiculous. And it's the ugly truth of social media. You have to be ready for it. Literally, no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, they're going to point out every single thing that you're insecure about. They're going to make fun of you endlessly. Um, and it's just a matter of fact. And you can either approach it and take everything to heart and get really sad and insecure. Or you can approach it with the, I'm myself. I'm rocking being myself. That's literally the only thing that matters is being happy and being yourself on earth right now. And you can say, I don't care what these people say. And I get it that that's easier said than done, but I've literally done it. You just have to kind of have the switch in your brain flip and just be like, I do not care about these people's opinions. Now, another thing I want to talk about is medium fame. So let's say you follow these tips um, and you get, you know, like a medium level. You're not at a million yet. Let's say you have a couple hundred thousand followers. That's awesome, first of all. <laughs> I'm not trying to diminish that whatsoever. But that's when brands are first gonna start reaching out to you. And if a brand reaches out to you, it's very important to really consider what that means. For example, I get about five emails a day with products that literally do not relate to my channel whatsoever. And they have a nice price tag that they'll pay me, but it's ridiculous, it's forced, and it doesn't make sense to fit in with my content. So at first, it's really easy to be like, yeah, I'm gonna take this $200 check and promote these leggings, right? But in, let's say, two months, if you have 300,000 more followers, you might be like, why in the world did I sign this deal with this legging company that doesn't relate to my page whatsoever? It's an oddly specific example. It's just because a legging company emailed me the other day and I was like, they have never watched my page because I have never worn leggings once in my life. So it is really easy to want to take those brand deals, but they start to dilute your page to the point where it's just annoying to you and your audience. So select your brand deals very wisely. And you might think, oh, that's never going to happen. You know, only really famous people get these brand deals. No, literally, even at like 10,000 followers, people are going to start reaching out to you. Uh, small companies for small checks. But nonetheless, it's money and you might want to take it. But if you're in it for the long run, just really consider what that means for your page, what that means for you, and what you have to sacrifice for that paycheck, I think is what's really important. 
So after listening to this, you might say, great, thanks for the tips, but I still have no idea what to post. This is when I really just recommend being yourself. And I recommend being yourself throughout your entire social media career, whatever it may be. But when you're looking to create content, originality and being yourself is what really comes in clutch, honestly. Um, I, I just go in there and I, I just think about it and then bam, an idea comes to my mind. And the best thing that you can do is not care about what other people are going to think, not care if it's been done before, and just do it. Literally the worst thing you can do is be a completely different person on social media. If you log into your, let's say, TikTok account and you're like, today I'm going to put on this mask and be this person and then take it off when I'm done recording, that's just not going to work. People see right through that every day. That's some of the most like loss of money marketing schemes ever known to man is when a company hires someone to be passionate about their brand, but they're not actually passionate As human beings, we can see right through that most of the time. And if you're legitimately passionate about something, just embrace it and create a page about it. Another thing that people tell me all the time is that they're scared, they're nervous, uh, whatever the case may be. What I say to that is, first of all, what do you have to lose? If you make a page and it doesn't do well, you learned something, guaranteed you learned something. And you spent that time doing something that was helpful and that you got to learn from versus just scrolling on TikTok looking at other people's content. Also, the chance of something really good happening is awesome. And the most important thing is that getting to share your passion with people is one of the most special things on the planet, honestly. Meeting someone else who's passionate about something that you care about is super cool. And people follow me all the time that don't even like Nerf. They just think it's cool how passionate I am about it. So if you're passionate about something, why not share it with the world? Why do you care what anybody thinks? If you love something, bam, create it, do it. The coolest thing about living in the 21st century in 2020 right now is that anybody from anywhere can do anything, literally. You can be a kid from Columbus, Ohio and play the piano and then become one of the largest bands in the world. That's 21 Pilots. You can be playing with Nerf Blasters in your backyard in the middle of nowhere and then bam, have 1.3 million on TikTok. Literally anything is possible. It's super cool as this generation to be able to accomplish anything with the one tool in the palm of our hands, which is our phone. So what I just want to end this on is if you are thinking about starting a social media page for something that you're passionate about, just do it. Literally. If you have a phone or even just a computer, you have all the tools that you could ever possibly need for that social media account. Just be yourself, turn on the camera and start talking. And the places that it could take you are legitimately unimaginable. Um, My wildest dreams when I first started my Instagram have been accomplished and moved past tenfold over the past three years. So whatever, you know, you're, you're reaching for, reach higher. Whatever your dreams are, dream bigger. And literally, anything is possible. I just cannot emphasize this enough. A hundred years ago, if you cared about Nerf blasters, even though they weren't around, if you cared about this toy, you couldn't just go and suddenly 
post a video that could possibly be seen by a hundred million people. And now you can do that. And it's so powerful and it's so special. And I think more people really need to start doing it. There's so many people that I know in my personal life who I think would be phenomenal on social media. And I would watch their content every day because we all have things that we're passionate about. And the ability to be able to share that with the world, it's just so, so special. So I cannot emphasize that enough. If something came to your mind that you're passionate about and you're like, you know what? Yeah, I got some original thoughts about that. I have some original content I could create around that. Do it. There's literally nothing holding you back. And at the beginning, it might only take 20 minutes out of your day. It's not even a big time constraint. And the payoff is just amazing. Just to uh, wrap this up, guys, remember consistency, be yourself, have a good schedule, use hashtags, pick a main theme to follow, mix it up, don't follow the same exact thing, be involved with your people, and most of all, take risks and shoot for the stars. Thank you guys for listening. Just so you know, my overall positive attitude with this is that When I was in eighth grade, the coolest thing ever would be to get a package from Nerf. And I've now been in multiple Nerf commercials. I get to travel the country playing Nerf Wars. I'm sponsored by Nerf. And I'm literally living the dream every day. And I just want to try to help more people realize how possible it really is to do this. And with a little bit of hard work, a little bit of grit, a little bit of perseverance, literally anything's possible. Thank you guys for listening. Sophie Lightning, signing off.